0: Just before we get into today, can I ask you a big favor? I know so many of you are loving the Parenthood episodes. I'm getting more and more people coming in and chatting with me and thanking me. So honestly, your pleasure. You're welcome. I love it. It's one of the favorite parts of my week is uh, doing this podcast and of course the Wednesday episodes. But if you could um, subscribe on Apple Podcast and leave a review, and even if you had a spare second. A written review is amazing. I don't understand the technical side of things, but I know that it helps the algorithms and of course, share it with your friends. Um, Much appreciated um, because yeah, I love it when we get to, you know, have, well, I guess it's becoming more and more of a bigger community here on Girl Next Door, which I love and I love chatting with everyone. So anyway, what are we going to talk about today? I've called this the interruption method. Now my aim each week, which you probably have worked out by now, is to give you one little golden nugget, one little thing that you can walk away with that you can apply straight away and and it's going to work and it's going to help you and it's going to help your kids and it's going to help your parent better. So my little nugget for today is this thing called the interruption method. Now there are many irritating things in life, but I would have to say That there are two things in life that are extremely irritating. And that would be number one, when you as a parent are trying to have a conversation with someone, and the next minute you've got this kid jumping up and down, slapping you repeatedly, shouting, Mom, 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 or Dad, Dad. And if you don't answer, you get the whole whiny, Mom, Mom, and you know, pulling on your clothing. That is very irritating. (laughs) But the second thing that's just as irritating is being the person trying to have a conversation with a parent and their kid is rudely coming up and interrupting and you're stopped mid sentence. I really get irritated by that, particularly now that my kids are older and clearly don't interrupt me or they know how to interrupt me. And so I find it really irritating if I'm trying to talk to a parent and their kid is interrupting in a really rude way. Am I right? I mean, there are many other things I could talk about that are irritating, but um, that'd be on my top two right now. Now, when I was a teacher, there were a few parents in my class, and I talked about this right back at the start of parenthood, these parenthood episodes. And like I said, their kids really stood out to me. There were this group of parents and their kids were all amazing. And they were the exact kind of kids that I wanted my one day future kids to be like. Now, I'm telling you, these kids never interrupted their parents. Or if they did, this magical polite thing used to happen before my eyes. And this is what I want to share with you today. And it's something that I taught that Cameron and I both taught to all three of our kids. And it works completely amazingly. It works beautifully. And people are just going to marvel at how well behaved your kids are. I promise. (laughs) Not that we do it for that reason, but it does help. I really did it more for my sanity. (laughs) So firstly, let's just address the elephant in the room. Let's get a little bit honest here. How do your kids go about getting your attention when you are in a conversation? Now, be honest, because the more honest you are and the more that you know what's going on with your kids and your parenting, the more power that you have to change it. So, you know, do they kind of jump about and hang on to your clothes and whine and whinge and repeat your name until you fold and give in and say, yes, what, what do you want? Um, Or maybe you try and teach them some manners, like stop interrupting. Mummy's in a conversation, but they keep going. And so they interrupt you anyway. Well, guess what? That's about to change for you guys. I feel like I'm doing a Danos direct ad, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Except guess what? this is for free. You can just listen and get all this advice for nothing. So, um, you know, when you think about it, do you know what it is, what it really is? Like when our kids interrupt us like that, what it says is, I think that what I have to say is more important than what anyone else has to say right now. So it's a very self-focused kind of childish thing to do. Now, Remember, we've talked about we've got to ascertain with our kids behavior if it's just purely immature and childishness because they're young or if it's willful disobedience. And I think with this whole interrupting thing, it's not because they mean to be naughty or rude. I think it's just what children do. They think they're the center of the universe. They want something. They want it now. And so it's our job again to mold and shape their moral hearts. And this is a part of doing that. Now, the benefits of using this method is it will teach your child patience. (gasps) I mean, that's worth it, right? Just for that, to teach a child patience. It's a way for your child to show respect for others while at the same time communicating their need to you. I mean, that's a win win. They get to show respect, but at the same time, you know, they don't just get ignored. Um, Our child learns that we will meet their need, but we will do so in an orderly way. And it also communicates to the person that you are talking to the standard of respect and honor that your family lives by. And I think that's important. And I think we need more parents to be good examples to other people of how to model a family, you know, that has standards of respect like this. So win, 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 right? Okay. So what do you do? What is this magical interruption method? Okay, here we go. Next time your child needs you, but you are in the middle of a conversation, they are to quietly and calmly come and stand next to you and just put their hand on your arm or on your shoulder or on your side. Now, from your child's perspective, what this means is, Hey mom, I know you were talking to someone but I really need to talk to you. That's it. It's that simple, but there's a little bit, little bit more. They just simply rest their hand on your arm or your shoulder. Now that becomes their silent and polite signal to you that they need to talk to you or need to ask you something. So what you do next while you're still talking, while you're still in your conversation is you just quietly and calmly put your hand over their hand. Because what this does is it acknowledges to them, hey, mom or dad, we know that you're there. And as soon as I have a chance, I will interrupt my conversation to talk with you. Now, a lot of the times, the reason that a child starts jumping up and down and pulling and whining and interrupting is because they're not sure that we know that they're there. And so they're trying to go, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm here and I need something. They're attempting to make their presence known. Okay, so when you put your hand just quietly and gently over theirs and maybe give it a bit of a squeeze, you're saying, Hey, sweetie, I know that you're there, and when I get a chance, I'll interrupt my conversation. So then, what you do next is in a polite moment, you can say to the person that you're talking to, Excuse me for a moment, Jenny, but Liam just needs to tell me something. And then you tell your child, I often would say to them, you know, well done for waiting so patiently. Now, what would you like to tell me? Isn't that simple? Like, that is so easy, but I'm telling you, it is freaking life changing. And all these little things that we teach our kids are actually helping to shape their character and shape their heart. And it, honestly, I'm telling you, it's these little things that help your kids just become these amazing human beings. Like I said, time and time again, people would tell Cameron and I how, um, you know, how well-behaved, not just well-behaved, but what great kids that we had when they were little. And I think it's all these little things that helped. Now, most adults will not even notice that silent exchange that takes place between you and your child. They'll literally just think, oh my gosh, you've got this unbelievably patient child that just stands and waits instead of interrupting. But something is going on right under their eyes, just literally using your body language. It's honestly amazing. This beautiful silent exchange is going on using only your hands. So let me just run through it again, because I like to be super clear. So your child needs you, but you're in a conversation So they come and stand by you with their hand resting on your arm or your shoulder. They don't squeeze. They don't jump up and down. They don't say your name. They just simply put their hand on your arm or your shoulder and then they wait. You then put your hand over theirs and just, you know, gently squeeze it, which is saying to them, I know you're here and I want to hear what you've got to say. And as soon as is polite, I will interrupt my conversation to hear you. And then, when you can, politely interrupt your conversation by saying, Excuse me, so and so, Liam just needs to tell me something. How easy is that? Honestly, I remember my kids actually being quite a bit older, even, and they would do this. It was kind of funny as Liam. Liam got quite tall, quite young. Every now and then someone would notice and they would actually say, oh, why Why does Liam have his hand resting on your arm? So sometimes people would notice and then I could tell them and they were always blown away. they were like, oh my gosh. All right. So how do we teach this? Now I've I'm a big advocate for role-playing. You would have heard me talk about this before on many other things that we need to teach our kids is you just simply do a role-play when you're at home or when you're in the car or wherever you are. So we used to role-play this at home. So I would have a conversation with an imaginary person and I would get one of my kids to come up and pop their hand on my arm. And so we would kind of go through what to do. Um... And so that's basically the way to teach them. You just walk them through it by role-playing. Now, no doubt there is going to be times when you're first teaching them, there's going to be times that they forget. And this is the thing with all of the different things that I teach you guys It really doesn't take long to teach them. I mean, they're going to have little periods of time where, you know, they're learning it and so they're going to kind of mess up and we be patient with them in those times. But it really doesn't take long for them to get the hang of it. I very, very rarely had to remind my kids about, you know, interrupting, for example. So, what do we do while we're training them and they forget? So, if your child comes up to you trying to interrupt and they grab your attention, you know, in a rude manner, then just you know, you don't want to, you never want to make your children feel embarrassed in front of another person. Okay. But you can still interrupt your conversation by saying, you know, I'm so sorry, Jenny. It seems that Liam has forgotten his interrupting manners. And my kids knew straight away what that meant. Why? Because we had role played it. I used to role play and I would use those words, guys, I need, Mummy's going to teach you interrupting manners. And that's kind of what I used. The terminology I used. And so as soon as one of my kids would hear me say that, oh Liam has forgotten his interrupting manners, usually straight away their hand would come straight onto my arm. So then I would address the child quietly and just remind them what they should be doing. That's if they didn't already realize and quickly put their hand on my arm. And since they've already interrupted you anyway, like I would still get them to put their hand on my arm. But since they've already interrupted me, I would then say, okay, yes, what is it that you want to ask Mum?" So I didn't make them do the whole thing again, where I'd go back to my conversation and make them wait. I would just kind of, you know, address them there. And then now the ones who will struggle with this concept will be the children who have never had to wait for anything, So if your kids never have had to wait for anything at all, but you always cater to their needs very quickly, you're probably going to find that teaching them this method might take a little bit longer, but look, that's not a bad thing because what it teaches you is, oh, okay, this is a character and a heart issue that we need to work on, not just to do with interrupting, but we need to work on this in general at home. So if you find that that's your child, that they, you know, and perhaps through no fault of their own, but really more through, you know, your parenting, that your child is not used to waiting for anything, then there are a few things that you can start doing at home to work on this. And and I get it. Like oftentimes the reason we give our kids, we give them what they want straight away is because we're busy and we just want them to shush so that we can get on with what we're doing. But it really helps to test your kids, by the way, in how good they are at waiting and not being given something straight away. So I would use other times to teach my child to wait for things. So for example, um, next time I was like handing something out, like if I had, you know, some treats on a plate, like, I don't know, let's just say you've got donuts on a plate. And I would say to my three kids, Hey guys, you know, I've got a treat for you. I would make the child that struggles with waiting, I would always make them wait till last. So I'd offer the donut first to one kid, then to another, and then I would make them wait. And I would do that over and over and over. Every time I was offering something to my kids or, you know, they had to line up for something or whatever it was, the one that has trouble waiting, make them wait a bit longer, make them wait till last, and you will find that they will start to get better at waiting And this whole interruption kind of thing will work a lot better for you as well. And the last thing that I did was I did a lot of praising when my kids did the right thing. So anytime I would teach my kids something, we would really praise them afterwards. Often it might just be in the car on the way home. Um, But I would, you know, get in the car and say something like, I am so proud of you. That was such good interrupting manners today. So, what you're doing is you just make them feel a mile high, like their hearts literally burst when you, as a mum or dad, praise them. You're also reinforcing by encouraging them, you're reinforcing the standards that you're going for. And so, it's a really great thing to always do. And I think I've spoken about this before, but I always set the expectation before I go somewhere. And then when my kids would meet that expectation, I would always praise them. So, you know, if I went to a cafe and I said, we're going to sit still for an hour and then mummy will take you to the park. Then when they got in the car, I would say, well done. You did exactly what mummy asked. And I would always re-emphasize what we're going for by praising them. So guys, that is it. Oh my gosh, look at that. 15 minutes and I have just given you a golden egg. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. The inter I should have called it the interruption manners, but I think I called it the interruption method. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that that helps you. And um, all of these golden nuggets, by the way, like I said at the start, I got these from This program that, not all of them, but a lot of the different things was from a program that all of these parents used to use years ago when I was teaching their kids. And I'm like, what is it that you're doing? And so um, I kind of picked up a lot and I do a lot of reading. And so, anyway, I know that that's going to help you. So, that is your homework this week. I'm pretty sure I set your homework last week, but I can't remember what it was. (laughs) I'll have to go back and look. But this is your homework for this week. Teach your child how to interrupt and they can be really little when you teach them this. In fact, they can even be older. So it works for any age, except of course, I don't expect my 18 year old to do it now. That would look a bit ridiculous. So anyway, I hope that's helped you. Huge, big love to you and your families and um, have a wonderful week. And I will see you next Wednesday on the Normal Girl Next Door podcast episodes. Until then, have a good one, guys. Bye.